0: The following program is intended for mature audiences. They cheat! They cheat! Come on, man. We can go look at some crazy things on the internet together. Hey, everybody. It is Thursday, March 9th, 2023. Revelations in the news today. Karma's a bitch. Turtle head rhino neocon Mitch McConnell, the Senate Minority Leader, fell down a flight of stairs in a DC hotel and is hospitalized. I wish no man harm, but don't come back, Turtle. Also, AI warning. AI is growing in power exponentially. Now it can read the human mind with 80% accuracy. Talk about that Daily Mail article. Don't forget to hit me up with uh, some engagement. Comment down below, like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Follow me on social media. So let's get into the news for this day, March 9th, 2023. All right, so starting off with a New York Post article, Mitch McConnell hospitalized after fall at DC Hotel. So this comes just uh, one day after a scathing rebuke of Tucker Carlson's show where he aired uh, previously unreleased uh, surveillance footage from the Capitol on... January sixth, twenty twenty one, showing not a most, mostly peaceful protest, but most of the people inside the Capitol, um, just wandering around, taking pictures and looking through the Capitol, but not really committing any crimes. So karma's bitch. Uh, he fell down the stairs. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell was hospitalized Wednesday night after he fell in a Washington D.C. hotel. The rep, uh, the Senator Republican from. Kentucky 81 was having dinner at a hotel when he took a tumble during dinner. <laughs> he was he was eating dinner on a, on a flight of stairs. This evening leader McConnell tripped at a local hotel during a private dinner. The rep said he had been admitted to the hospital where is receiving treatment. Uh the minority leader was reportedly at the Waldorf Astoria DC for an event when he fell according to Punchbowl News reporters. No more details are provided. Um, but like I said, Karma's a bitch. Um, this guy uh, shouldn't be representing the, anybody, any constituents in the country anymore because he supports war and he supports lying to the electorate. Uh, and that's what basically comes about with this, um, with denying uh, surveillance footage of what happened in the Capitol. Now, and nobody's disagreeing that the tens of thousands, the thousands of people that approached the Capitol and broke into the Capitol. But then once they got into the Capitol, um, barring a a, a small amount of vandalism, not much happened. There weren't people roaming the halls with firearms uh, looking for um, Congress people. It just, that wasn't the case at all. They were frustrated. They broke into the Capitol while Capitol was in session. Uh, It was actually counterproductive. And and we know about all the malfeasance um, surrounding uh, provocateurs and how federal agencies were well aware of what was happening and actually encouraged it to go uh, where it ended up going. So I'm going to move on to the uh, next important story. I've been harping about AI now ever since it was deployed a few weeks ago by OpenAI, where ChatGPT came out and started almost acting sentient uh, right out of the box. Uh, but now proof scientists can now read your th- uh, your mind. AI turns people's thoughts into images with 80% accuracy. This is an article from the Daily Mail. Artificial intelligence, I'll just go into the lead here. Artificial intelligence can create images based on text prompts, but scientists unveiled a gallery of pictures the technology produced produces by reading brain activity. The new AI-powered algorithm reconstructed about a 1,000 images, including a teddy bear and an airplane from these brain scans with 80% accuracy. Researchers from Osaka University used a popular stable di- diffusion model included in OpenAI's DAL-E2, which can create any imagery based on text inputs. The team showed participants individual sets of images and collected fMRI, magnetic uh, resonance images, scans uh, from the brain, which then AI decoded. We show that our method can reconstruct high-resolution images with high somatic fidelity from human brain activity, the team shared in the study published by BioRxiv. Unlike previous studies of image reconstruction, our method does not require training or fine tuning of complex deep learning models. The algorithm pulls information from parts of the brain involved in image perception, such as octopical and temporal lobes, including, uh, according to Yu Takagi, who led the research. All right, we're not gonna go into that anymore. Moving on to other news uh, from The Guardian, Scientists create mice with two fathers after making eggs from male cells. Now, who knows how accurate these tests are, but creation of mammal with two biological fathers could pave way for new fertility treatments in humans. So basically saying that two males can now create a baby. Scientists have created mice with two biological fathers by generating eggs from male cells, a development that opens up radical new possibilities for reproduction. The advance uh, could ultimately pave the way for treatments for severe forms of infertility. Uh, They always mask this with some helpful guys that, oh, it's going to help you brain chips and, uh, you know, developing eggs from uh, male cells um, somehow is going to result in a favorable outcome. I don't think so. So from CNN exclusive, Zelensky invites House Speaker Kevin McCarthy to visit Ukraine. Apparently he rebuffed it. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is inviting House Speaker Kevin McCarthy to visit Ukraine to see the situation on the ground firsthand. An invitation that comes as the Republican Party faces divide over whether the United States should continue to provide aid to the country under attack from Russia. When he was told of the invitation on Tuesday, Kevin McCarthy told CNN's Manu Raju that he does not plan to visit Ukraine and argued that President Joe Biden has not acted quickly enough to aid the country. McCarthy, a California Republican, has said that he supports Ukraine but does not support a blank check, which seems to be the little phrase going around Republicans. We support the re- the Ukraine, but not a blank check. Opposition position repeated on Tuesday, even though there's a federal oversight of the dollars that are spent there. Not true. I mean, they're loosely categorized, but we're not doing an audit of where that stuff ends up. It's over $100 billion dollars uh, to be honest with you, it's a bit of graft, and I'm sure people are getting kickbacks either in the way of uh, stocks invested in um, armament companies, Raytheon, McDonnell Douglas, what have you, or directly in illicit forms. We don't really know for sure. Um, but, you know, my personal opinion is I don't care about a blank check. I don't want to see any more money going to Ukraine. I don't care about Russia because I know. That The war was provoked by NATO in the West and particularly the United States and, and the United States has been poking the bear for some time now. It's, you know, this is not some sort of crazy conspiracy theory. This is known, it's just like this thing with the coronavirus and gain-of-function research. The debate had been going on for decades about how dangerous it was that somehow it may escape and in fact it did either LIHOP or MIHOP if you understand those acronyms. So for the Washington Post, war and space Jewish officials debating rules for a conflict in orbit. They're not really debating the rules. They, It's the same thing with weather modification and other things, uh, biological weapons, uh, construction and development is that it's all being done, but they're not allowed to do it under treaty. And so they gloss it over with saying, oh, we're developing rules for space combat, Um the reality is, is that they've been planning for this for some time. They're just going public with it um, because conflict is imminent. I mean, imminent, I think, within the next couple of years. For sure, uh, with China, on open conflict with the United States, uh, while the United States is also fighting Russia in Ukraine. So war in space is not a new thing. It's like Star Wars, um, uh, SDI um the whole reagan thing it's actually what um what brought about the collapse of the soviet union the soviet union just couldn't keep up with the spending on weapon systems uh that the united states could and so sdi whether it was a myth or it actually existed is what put the soviets uh, uh, down for the count actually So the New York Times Magazine reports the daring ruse that exposed China's campaign to steal American secrets, how the downfall of one intelligence agent revealed the astonishing depth of Chinese industrial espionage. I I don't really need to go into this article because the New York Times is admitting that, of course, but the problem with the New York Times is that they're trying to malign or conflate uh, the idea of Chinese espionage to the industrial sector only. The depth of Chinese espionage, which is the truth, is is astonishing. As just as I said, it's not just industrial, it's military, it's political, it's cultural. Uh, the depth of their espionage uh, of the United States is, is is mind-boggling and the problem is nobody is here to acknowledge it because a lot of the people, including Mitch McConnell, have decided to leave the back door open and and allow this to to happen, and they don't want it to be discovered because then they're gonna have to answer to what they have done. Here we go. The images of, of a Chinese spy balloon drifting through American airspace last month before being shot down by a fighter jet off the coast of South Carolina were a conspicuous reminder of the escalating geopolitical antagonisms, and the way they phrase this, between the United States and China. It's geopolitical antagonisms. They, they flew a spy balloon over ICBM fields in the United States. Although the world power spying on each other is hardly unusual... The impunity in which the Chinese were apparently conducting surveillance over U.S. military sites alarmed many. The U.S. House of Representatives passed a resolution condemning China's brazen violation of U.S. state sovereignty, United States sovereignty in deploying the balloon, which was fitted with antennas capable of collecting signals intelligence. The Chinese government condemned its downing as an overreaction in the incident reminiscent of the Cold War confrontations. Inflamed tensions between the two countries already locked in a race for military technology and economic supremacy the spy balloons flight over u.s territory is a very public display of chinese intelligence gathering but the chinese government has for decades been conducting a less a much less visible and possibly more damaging campaign to steal american trade secrets and intellectual property while weapons and military equipment have always been a focus indeed chinese agents and, and civilians have been implicated in the theft or illicit transfer of various military technologies, including those related to radar, fighter jets, submarines, and weapon systems. Chinese espionage expanded in the 1980s and beyond to also target commercial technologies as diverse as pesticides, rice seeds, robotic cards, and wind turbines. We don't need to go anymore into that article. The fact is, and that I said, is that we've been infiltrated by the Chinese at astonishing depth. And people just fail to recognize uh, that depth. It is profundus. So from Barron's, U.S. worries China will use supply chains as a weapon. Will use or have used? (laughs) This is from the AFP, actually. United States worries that China will use its power in the global supply chains as additional weapon to advance its political and military might. The annual threat assessment issued by the Director of National Intelligence said China is already already using its supply chain dominance to force foreign companies and countries to transfer technologies and intellectual property to it. China said it was slander. The U.S. intelligence community sees Beijing as an economic power and parallel with military strength to secure regional and global influence. The government of China is capable of leveraging its dominant positions in key global supply chains in an attempt to accomplish its goals, all although probably not with significant cost to itself. That could be a particularly danger if China is able to take over Taiwan, another leading contributor to industrial and technological components. China seizing ta- Taiwan probably would have wide-ranging effects. There's disruption of global supply chains of, for semiconductors from Taiwan, and we went over that on Monday. People don't seem to realize uh, that... Um, <sighs> There was always a plan, and this is going to freak people out, the conspiracy theorist again, is that there was always a plan to for a synthesis between the authoritarian communist state of the Soviet Union and the United States. And when that fell flat because the uh, Soviet Union was unable to take off the training wheels economically, um, they, they weren't survivable. So when they developed a better communist authoritarian system in China that was more open economically and financially, that plan to synthesize capitalism and communism, as it has, actually as it is done in China as the model, um, that model is going to be exported here. And that's why they originally they put this whole plan is they made us inexorably linked with China for that purpose is that if anything went down we'd lose, and they and they do this you know with technology transfers and and other uh, modes of weakening the United States. Why? Because the United States is a bastion for individual freedoms, so the individual person can have a gun, and, and as ca- capitalism actually is is a marxist term which just means you're free to do what you want with your own money that's what capitalism is and so private property gun ownership freedom of movement all these things that authoritarians hate um freedom of speech um they want to do away with why because it's messy because one person can cause a kerfuffle and that's been proven time and time again one person can also garner support with his free speech all of a sudden people start agreeing with him like tucker carlson and then the old guard the old old farts uh in power uh see a threat and they want to eliminate it so from the hill the most most in new poll view woke as a positive term of course the majority of americans in new poll have positive association with the term woke understanding it to be to mean to be informed, educated on, and aware of social injustices. Um, it's not, the reason most people look at woke as positive is because the people that have been anti-woke have been demonized in the media. So they don't want to be associated with anti-woke so they're woke, they don't even know what it means or where it came from. and Alicia Keys' songs, it said, stay woke. And just, it's it's the people that are asleep convincing themselves that they're awake. And so they use the term woke. When they're not actually woke, they've just had another um, download of propaganda that obfuscates their uh, blindness to what is going on. So they're blinded with, with what? Because they learn about social injustices. You know what a social injustice is? It's called group bullying. The group is the biggest bully. This whole myth about, individual bullies like the schoolyard bully is the schoolyard bully would have no teeth if the group around him wouldn't cheer him on. And that's why they're individual bullies, because there is um, a palette for bullying. And it's the group that causes the individual bully to bully. So the group is the worst bully. Most individuals aren't bullies, it's the group because it it's like the Delta tech, uh, the Delphi technique where, you know, you could have three or four learned people around you convince you to change your mind of what you actually saw. It's a, a bit of gaslighting. So from Yahoo Finance, uh, actually through Bloomberg, uh, originally Israel tension soars, anti-government unrest moves to army <laughs> you never thought cuz it's not reported tens of thousands are protesting over Israel's government's uh move to scale back the supreme court's power escalating tensions over a plan that sparked the biggest unrest in decades and uh seen army reservists threatening to withhold service there's compulsory service so compulsory service and in, in Israel you have to once you turn 17 or 18 you have to serve in the military for number of years the chief of the army expressed alarm over uh, the warning from soldiers while u.s defense uh, secretary boyd austin will meet his counterpart in a shortened visit near the airport rather than central tf to avoid unrest <laughs> there may be demonstrations in 20 cities across the country according to plans released by organizers last week confrontations between police and protesters turned violent in several areas The upheaval has been uh, building since Prime Minister Netanyahu, new right-wing coalition proposed handing the final on the appointment of new judges to lawmakers, giving Parliament the power to overrule high court decisions. Opponents, many secular professionals, opposed to more traditional religious Jews, see it as a threat to democracy. May very well be. I don't know if you have a balance of power between branches of government, tinkering around with that stuff is always going to be met with, um, some sort of distrust. Also from Barron's, um, French Senate votes to raise retirement age from 62 to 64. This is breaking news. So there were protests across the country. Uh, millions of people turned out for these protests in the very socialist country, you know, say socialists, uh, social Democrats. Um, they got it very cushy. Most Europeans do uh, a lot of retirement benefits, retirement age was at 62, now it's at 64, but the good thing about the Parisians and the French in general is they can turn out millions of people when um, when they're upset about something, which has an effect. It got Macron to balk last time, and uh, the yellow vest is one of the reasons they deployed COVID. So I'm gonna okay, move into the last story here. If you haven't been paying attention because it hasn't been getting much news coverage, Marine breaks down an emotional testimony during House hearing on Afghanistan withdrawal. So the Republicans are calling a House subcommittee hearing about the withdrawal of Afghanistan that happened haphazardly to give a black eye to Trump's idea of withdrawal, but it wasn't uh, it didn't take place the way Trump wanted it to. And this is from NBC News. Veterans deliver emotional, scathing testimony about disastrous Afghanistan withdrawal. The House Foreign Relations Committee is holding a hearing on the Afghanistan exit as part of a new Republican majority's pledge to probe the Biden administration's failures, which is indeed a failure. Uh, because it wasn't, the withdrawal wasn't implemented the way Trump wanted it to. They did it at a different time frame, the, which allowed the Taliban, the Taliban to really take over the country in record time. Um, and they misconstrued the Taliban's F, uh, capabilities to do so. Um, so they lose. So uh, and they're also reporting a Marine sergeant who nearly who was nearly killed in the deadly terrorist attack during the chaotic 2021 withdrawal of the U.S. troops from Afghanistan, gave a powerful emotional testimony to House Foreign Affairs Committee on Wednesday as Republicans kicked off their first hearing on the subject since winning back the majority. Yeah, I'm not even really sure. The, the CIA might have been behind. Oh, yeah, you're so... Don't you love America? It's The CIA might have very well been behind... Um, the bombing at the airport in Kabul, uh, for the simple reason is, is that they, you know, they have their own agenda and, um, you know, terrorist groups like ISIS, it's supposed to be ISIS K or, you know, they made up this terrorist group to do it. And it was, the reason was, was to, um, well, there are a lot of different reasons. I don't want to digress into why the CIA might bomb American troops, but it could have been them. It could have been the ISI, um, which is uh, Pakistani intelligence. It was very unlikely um, that it was Al-Qaeda or the Taliban or you know whatever the ISIS-K or, or whatever uh, terrorist group they made a name about because an event happens and then everybody looks through the authorities and the authorities say, they did it. And then so you would just believe them because what do you know? You weren't there. But I doubt very well that it was a coordinated terrorist attack because it, just like the Nord Stream 2 uh, blow up, you have to see who's got the capability, um, who has the capability, the wherewithal to commit such a crime and who has the motive. So who knows why American troops would be blown up by a suicide bomber if it was indeed a suicide bomber. Uh, Because the problem is they say it's a suicide bomber, but what could really happen is that um, anybody could give somebody a suitcase and go, you're getting on the helicopter or you're gonna get evacuated. I need you to take this suitcase on the plane or your family will die. Or just, you know, you need to do this. And so a guy carrying a suitcase could all of a sudden, then the bomb is triggered and he's blown up. Who knows? But nobody knows who gave that person the suitcase or who packed the explosive or if the person that was carrying the bomb even knew he was carrying a bomb. You don't know. So it's not like... There are some reports that, uh, you know, al far and he pulls a cord and... But we didn't see any definitive of that. In any case, uh, there are plenty of black eyes to investigate surrounding Joe Biden's administration and how uh, they do things. So that's it for me today, Rudy's Revelation. Uh, Stay tuned tomorrow. I will have another cigar review at the end of the podcast tomorrow. And um, don't forget to like, subscribe, follow me on social media, leave a comment down below. See you tomorrow. This is a conspiracy. This is a conspiracy. That's what this is.